in Islam you will burn in the hell in eternity Yanova because you painting figures living beings figures right. of living beings Allah will ask you when you die and you you stand up in front of him Allah will say okay here are here is your images you painted or you made it breathe into them a soul If you until you breathe into them soul you will burn in the, in hell. I'd like to thank our top sponsors Jared Fonten, Anders Bagge Christiansen, Adara Reyum and Fergus Ryan, as well as those sponsors who have chosen to remain anonymous. A rampant iconoclasm is ravaging the West in a just fight against racism and slavery. But what is it all really about? Looking at history, has not cancel culture and toppling of statues always been precursors of mass murder and ideological coup d'etats. The real question, the important question is, what are classical Western values and can culture survive without them? Some fear the influence of Islam, but what if the real problem is Western culture in its modern tapping? I cannot talk about this because I'm a white male And my guest can also not talk about it, because he is no longer a Muslim. Jamal Knutsen, Yujal, welcome to the Cave of Palace. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope I pronounced your name correctly. It's right. It's yeah. Right. Uh, looking at this wall here now, we have quite a little bit of uh, material to go through this evening. Yes. Um, and we'll get to all of that, but. I want to start off with a mandatory introduction, your biography. Who are you? How did you come to be to live in Norway? And the thing about starting ex-Muslims of Norway. Okay, I will try to be brief as much as I can. <laughs> uh, I was born and raised in uh, in Turkey, in the middle of Turkey. City name is Aksaray, uh, in a very uh, conservative Sunni Muslim family. And uh, when I was a, a child, like any other child of um, Muslim parents, I have been indoctrinated by uh, Islamic fundamental teachings. So brainwash it, I, I all times say, because I think every children of the Muslim uh, parents are brainwashed washed with a picture of life from the beginning, like they. Uh, They're making very, just imagine when you're born and they tell you some lies about the, this life and about afterlife. And then it makes something like you, your weave is, uh, became a short weave. So if you are lucky like uh, me, uh, maybe, uh, then you do some things in your later life and break the, these walls and see the big picture. So, but back uh, to my childhood, like uh, I learned um, uh, Arabic uh, alphabet, for example, and uh, read the Quran without understanding, just uh, uh, memorize. 
Without, uh, without understanding uh, Arabic? Anything. Like, like, for example, if I say to you, you will learn, um, if, if you learn Greek alphabet today, mm. or Chinese, you can read it. You can read it, a book, but you cannot understand because you don't know right. the language, but you know the alphabet. This is how it's going in the Muslim countries. Only 10% of the Muslim uh, countries uh, have the Arabic language like uh, uh, mother tongue. Okay. The rest of it is not Arabic. So we learn it and we read it. And five times praying, fasting. And, uh, and, um, and in my youth, uh, I became an Islamist in Turkey because of the uh, community. We support the Islamist movement, one like Muslim Brotherhood in Turkey, named it uh, Milli Görüş. So I was very active in this time, uh, in this side, in far right, <laughs> Muslim far right. Uh, because of, um, you know, uh, I, uh, you, you hear so much hate from this movement, especially Islamists, like anti-Western hate it, uh, against Jewish uh, homophiles uh, and the non-believers. Uh, so I was one of them, uh, but I was very lucky because I was in Turkey. It was, Turkey was an Secular, a secular union of country. This means that uh, I'm not talking about right now, but then uh, this means so that. Which decade is this? 1990s. Right. Uh, in, in this time, uh, we had the critics, Islam critics, and the secular people, actually atheist people, but they called themselves only secular to not get harm. Right. Uh, okay. uh, these people I have discussed it with because I like to discuss Taylor, uh, Islam. And I want to uh, uh, help them to find the right path, you know. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, it did something with me. Where every time I discussed with them, they come with some knowledge I didn't have. Uh, I haven't. What would that be? Like, for example, they said, your prophet is a murderer. Yeah. I said, no, 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 he's the best, best role figure and the best mankind. He's the, how you can say like this? He said, he is rapist. You know, I just get angry to them, and I, t I thought they, they are lying. But like these things, when, you, when it, it became too much, then it forces you to uh, research. What if they say the truth? You know, this was the one of the reasons I start to uh, search and investigate, inquire, inquire uh, my religion. As much as I read uh, with my language, uh, the Hadith books, Quran, and the uh, Islamic history, I realized that the extreme, so-called extreme interpretation of Islam is the real Islam, the Muhammad Islam. That is not extremism. No, this is not. Because how we can learn what is Islam? Then we have to look to the founder of Islam, right. his life. And we have to read the book of the founder of Islam. That's it. What Muslims doing and what Islam saying can be different in all the history because Muslims are human beings. But Islam is a doctrine, an ideology, and religion, and it is there inside the books. Right, so you're saying that there are certain principles that are prevailed throughout time from the very beginning yes, till today. Yes, and people changing, people became moderates. They became, Muslims have become many times in the history moderates. But Always some Islamists take all, everything to, back to the root.
Right. And it's happened even earlier in these last hundred years. If you look to the pictures from Afghanistan, uh, even Saudi Arabia, in the early 1900s, you can see that women are free in many places. Can you believe that? In Pakistan, in Iran. Yeah, I've seen but, those. But it changed yeah. fast. And it, it was like this many hundred years ago in the different places because Islam expanded to very different nations. Mm. Um, uh, Turkish, Kurdish, Parshis, uh, in Balkan, you know. But some t when every time it is very strange that the winners is the Islamists. Right, it always, always returns to that. Right? Yes, even if they are very small in number, yeah. They uh, changing everything. Just so you you have these discussions then, and that changes your mind. Uh, it, it's not the only one uh, reason I left Islam. This uh -huh. is just one of them, and the main reason I can say the critical voices. Right. Without critical voices, uh, I couldn't left Islam, and I couldn't find out my, what is actually my religion about. So this is very important. So I support critical voices against Islam or any religion or any dogmas and freedom of speech I support all the time. But other things, you know, if I can, if I have time to talk a little bit about, like my mother's life, this started earlier than I ser my searches begin, mm. you know, about Islam. You know, my mother's life, I have observed my mother's life as, an, as a Muslim woman, my mother. And I saw the uh, unjust in my mother's life and how uh, men have freedom and how women have not. And then I observed, uh, 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 I saw the, my other women in my family, in my, on, uh, at the street, neighbors, and later I saw the whole, big picture in Turkey and big picture in Somalia or Saudi Arabia. I saw that there is no equality between women and men. Mm. And this I questioned in my head that, is it cultural or is it Islamic? How women can have the same situation in Turkish culture, in Afghan culture, in Somali culture, what they have common? They have Islam. This is Islamic culture. <laughs> right. Oh, it's, you see, it's in the writings, you mean? Uh, uh, yes, yeah. that, that, that uh, they, are, uh, they are oppressing women. You know, my mother was an uh, illiterate woman. She cannot read and write. And she started to pray when she was, she say, nine years old, ten years old. Every day, five times a day. She's fasting when fast, fasting months is come. And my mother, my father, a violent man, and uh, he, 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 be, he beat her all the time from my childhood, I remember. And I saw the unjust, like I say, why? Why Allah don't help him, her? Because for me, my father will go to hell and my mother will go to heaven after that. What is that? So I asked one time to one imam, because this question, I say to him, if, if you know, in, we have one uh, rule in Islam, the six pillars of Islam is the believing the uh, destiny. We have to, all Muslims have to believe the destiny. God have written the destiny of me and you and everyone. He knows everything. What, what I will say one second later, what I will do 10 years in August, in 14, in, at uh, 5 o'clock. Right. He knows everything. So I said, why my mother have to suffer 
he know, for example, my mother will go to he uh, heaven, my father will go to hell, for example. He know everything. What is this? Why we have to live in this world, this, this theater? You know what Imam said? Jamal, you have to not uh, inquire, not investigate this point. Because this is a very dangerous point. If you go deep inside, you will fall from Islam. Can you and this is, is still yeah, this is still today. You can ask any Imams. This is one of the biggest topic, destiny and the free will in Islam, right. making more and more ex-Muslims. Like in the eleventh century, tenth century, Mutazili movement. Uh, they discussed this point and they said that God don't know everything, that we have free will. And what happened with them? They, they, they called them apostates and execute, 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 uh, execute. executed them. Right. So this is a topic no imams can answer. Then in the end they say, yeah, but we don't know. We have to don't go inside this because Allah have the kulli irada, like the biggest mind. We people have the juicy irada, like the small one. So we cannot understand him. So best to let them be. Let, let it be. Right. So this just uh, in this time I just blocked this thinking. Okay, oh, oh, I have to don't talk about that. But let uh, like in undermined this state long time. But later in my life uh, with the critics and discussion with them and, and searching my religion, I decided to left Islam because I understand that this is nothing more than a big fat lie. Right. This religion. And I became an atheist in Turkey. In Turkey. Yes. And I, of course, I find myself in the socialist movement because of I'm a Middle Eastern leftist. I can go call me maybe Middle Eastern leftist because of I find myself with them because they are against Islamization of Turkey. These leftists really? in Turkey, they are against Islamization of Tur Turkey. But when I come to Norway, I can never find myself in the left things right because they are opposite one for me they are far right they are for the islamization right. of uh, west and they they are for the uh, taking your right to speak and many other rights we can come to this point maybe later yeah and that that's why that's where we sort of get to this that strange situation that we are now I mean, this is to sketch out the, the themes for the, the, the conversation. Now we know a little bit about your background and uh, how you can speak about these things. Um, the strange thing going on in the West today is a behavior where statues are toppled and defamed much as in uh, much earlier times. And just to be, be really correct about these things. So this is the statue of Edward Colston in, in um, uh, Bristol. And to be sure, we want to highlight the name of the sculptor. John Cassidy was an Irish painter and, and sculptor. And the photo is taken by Julia Spadafora. Um, this is 7th of June, 2020. So. This is why I wanted to talk about talk with you about these things because there are so so many similarities between what is happening in the West today, what has happened in the West earlier, what has happened to Greek culture both from Christians and from Muslims, and what atheists have done when it comes to toppling statues for an ideological takeover. Um, when this happened, 
uh, and I have her quote by Mayor Rees, who said that the statue was in the front and he felt no sense of loss at its removal, but but is saying that the statue will likely end up in a museum. But then also, I mean, this is a, the representative of the city. Then, but then you have the the representative of the police, Andy Bennett, uh, police superintendent, saying that. Uh, he understands, he wished they didn't do it, but he understands that this has been, uh, has made, um, uh, that, that has caused the black community quite a lot of angst over the last couple of years. So he understands it. Um, and then we have a similar thing going on here uh, on the shelf here to the left. Is, uh, it's from the St. Martin Cathedral in Utrecht. And this was defaced in the late 1500s. And these are Christians defacing Christian imagery in a Christian church out of ideological differences, uh, of course. And we will get to, uh, I want to ask you about what the Quran uh, and the Hadith say about representation, because, uh, you know, that is one of the things that we're doing in the Cave of Palace is to, to further classical Western values and representing the human figure obviously is a major part in that. But it does say in, in uh, and I'm going to read a little quote here from Exodus uh, 23. Um, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to the thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. So that's also one thing. I mean, there is in, also in the Christian, in Western culture itself, kind of a, a dualism there. This is the Athena Alat, and uh, it was an Athena figure in Palmyra. Uh, it still is in the museum there in Palmyra. And in the 4th century, Christians came in and decapitated her and destroyed it. And it was, uh, was um, uh, put, uh, put together again by archaeologists in the modern times. And then, of course, in 2015, it was smashed by the Islamic State again. So that's really a strange metaphor that... It's kind of a sort of democratic example because both Christians and Muslims have gone really rampant about that. Different ideas, same action. Right, uh, and or well, same same ideas, same yeah. actions. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, an illustration of uh, from the French Revolution. Actually, the illustration itself is from the 1900s, um, but it does illustrate that they're toppling down the st toppling the statues, and. Uh, I think that is a major thing we'll be talking about, as I said in the introduction, what do they say that this is about and what is it really about? Uh, before we g get to that, though, I wanted to hear you talk about uh, what you perceive as the classical Western values. You know, when I was in the Turkey, in Turkey, I look, look at up the, the West when I, after I left Islam. Because of the freedom in the West, I mean with the West, yeah. Uh, for me, is the you know most importantly classical, most modern values or classical and modern the same actually for me, uh, the uh, freedom of speech. Right. 
and the blasphemy. Because of, you know, everything started to uh, uh, fight for the right to say what you want to say in the West 400 years ago. Even long before it started with Aristoteles. And it's, but later, I'm talking about the uh, age of enlightenment in the West. Mm. The, 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 I mean, the, the most important thing for them was to get the right to say what they want to say. And, 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 and ideas like tolera toler tolerance and uh, uh, rationalism, skepticism and, and, and uh, humanism even uh, and freedom of belief and uh, equality between the uh, women and men, between the, uh, the different uh, beliefs. So the, the most important thing for me, the Western modern values and Western classical values, I say the mother of all values, freedom of speech. Right. This is the most important one. Without that, we couldn't have this conversation today even. I'm sure of that. Because I, will, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> uh, uh, so I see that some regressive movement in the West yeah, and this is when we get to, to uh, the yes. cost and stuff. Uh, and uh, even I don't need to know who is he. I'm sure because this man or other uh, people we have sculpture, uh, they, have, they did something positive to either to their community uh, or their country or, the, or to the world. Uh, they contribute uh, maybe uh, uh, social development, or economical de development uh, to their community, uh, their city, their country, or the world. Or they come with the ideas, like uh, val values, like uh, philosophers we have in the West, like, or, or people who discovered some places or uh, did something good for, for the world. Right. So we have their sculpture. I don't care if, if, if they are, if they, were really honest what, uh, what they are doing, what they are doing for, I can support even sometime. I will come there, <laughs> I will explain a little bit. You know, why they are uh, able, uh, demolishing the sculpture today in the uh, West, suddenly? They say slavery. Uh, these uh, people had uh, some uh, connection with the slavery, either the owned or sported slavery. And they are, they are talking about racism. But why them? Why, why them? Only them? If they are really, because I don't believe they are honest. If they are really honest, okay, let's burn every church and synagogue and every mosque. Let's burn the, every holy books of the Abrahamic religion. And let's check the other religions if they did. You know, honesty is not there. It's about, all about, I see, it is a propaganda uh, about anti-Trump, anti-Trump. Uh, because propaganda. you're you're a Trump guy. I can yeah. go. I can yeah. say that. Yeah. It is dangerous for me, <laughs> but I, I can say that because of you know um, they have to explain to me what is wrong with this man. Hmm. Because when uh, I mean this originates really in America. Now they are importing it to Europe. It is has been imported to Europe. The whole idea of top the toppling of statues, fighting against in the fight against racism and, and slavery. And 
what made me contact you was when you made a video on the Norwegian culture minister, who is uh, a Muslim, uh, a Pakistan Muslim. And it struck me, and I think we'll talk a little bit, little bit about the history of slavery. We have to do it, but not not too long, mm-hmm. uh, so we can get to the, the representational images and, and and Islam's take on that. But it struck me as completely absurd when you, for example, you can listen to uh, um, Thomas Sowell's "The Real History of, of Slavery." It's an audio book on on YouTube, and it, when he talks about what. Uh, uh, Muslims have done for 1,400 years and the treatment of black people and castrations of them, something that did not occur in, in the West. Uh, extremely brutal way of, of, of uh, treating these people. And when you know that the whole slave trade could not exist if not African uh, rulers supplied Exactly. Ships with slaves. Exactly. I mean, in, in, to stick to the European uh, situation, you have ships coming with 40 or 50 men on board, mm. taking home 650. And you, how can 40, 50 men take 650 men on board with, when, if it w- wasn't because it was sold to them, they were already captured, right? Uh, uh, so, I mean, it, it, struck me, it struck me so absurd that a, know, a, a Muslim says you should kneel he, uh, he appealed to to sports uh, sports uh, stars uh, that they should kneel to fight racism and slavery which mm-hmm. is to, to you yeah, know, yeah. An, an, an apology as well yeah. and, so, and and he he should really apologize yeah. if we should play the the it, political ex- correct exactly, game right? exactly so i say there is no honesty you know if he is honest too he had to kneel uh, kneel down yeah. to the turkish people how turkish people became a muslim actually he had to kneel down Pakistan uh, Indian people. He had to kneel down to African people. You know, 1400 years uh, Islamic slave trade lasted 400 years and yeah. still ongoing. Nobody talking about. Even in Mauritania today, more than 20 percent of black people are enslaved. Right. And I'm not talking about modern slavery. I'm talking about selling, buying. And inheriting slaves. Inheriting slaves. Yeah. Nobody talking about what is that? Mm. You know, so I get angry to the left wings all the time yeah. because they are not honest. Yeah, and I, I let, think, let, let, let yeah. me just explain this. Um, you know, the Western people have confronted their past many times. I learned the uh, transatlantic slave trade by Westerners, white Westerners. They made it movies, they write it books, they ch- teaching in the schools. They have uh, challenged their uh, like dark past with uh, like, for example, even uh, crusaders uh, or uh, colony time or or, um, slavery. And they did that. They uh, and Nazism and like uh, uh, everything And, uh, uh, and Christianity, church. They face it with the dark time and they challenge it and, and, and they did something with that. Hmm. Uh, like uh, this may be coming from the uh, original, the original sin in, yeah. in, in, in Christianity. I don't know. Uh, but we, we Muslims, we never did with our history anything like nothing happened. We but, don't care. You, know? you, you don't have any similar term to the original sin in 
No. Christian culture. In, in, uh, in Islam, we have no, we have no like this thing. Right. And this is the difference between arbitrage and you. Mm. You know, he don't see anything. The what, culture minister of Norway. Yeah. Yes, what, what his uh, forefathers did in 1400 years, you know. Yeah, but uh, 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 no, why are we not talking about the barbary wars? Why Western don't talk about that? I, I, I talk with the children, uh, young guys and girls uh, at school. And I, I ask them, what do you think about barbarian wars? They don't know. Yeah. And they, you know, I, America's I, first war against Islamism, jihad. America's, Thomas Jefferson, who abolished the slavery, guys. What's happening to the West? Where this self-cultural hate comes from, actually, I don't understand sometimes. Right. It is something really wrong. And I say all the time. It's the left. It's happened something, and they don't, and they bring West to the back. You know, they're taking our values. Mm. To, like today, I have to think twice uh, if I will uh, say something positive about Trump, or if I will criticize this thing. I say, okay, if we will demolishing everything about slavery, let's start with pyramids. <laughs> Let, let, let's do everything. Let, well, let. I, well I, I think the pyramids were built by, by paid labor. So, and, then that, and, and so many of these are examples like that. Also in Norway, we'll not get into Norwegian names, where people there are saying we should rename this, this part of the city or whatever because this guy was involved in slavery, slave trade. Turns out he wasn't, but he was operating in the area where p other people were doing slave trade. And but but what struck me with I really recommend uh, reading or, or listening to Saul's uh, the real history of slavery. As far as I've understood, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the worst slave hunters and traders were the Africans, and then on the second place you have Muslim. Muslims, and then you have. Uh, Europeans, Westerns. Yes. And it, it just suddenly occurred to me when I saw that video that you made that, my God, this is, this is just amazing. I mean, the one, if we should play the woke game, the political correct game, the person who should really apologize would be a black Muslim. Absolutely. So, I mean, what do you think about that? Is there any kind of justification for what they are doing when they are toppling these statues of the big Western uh, names at, at all? I think this is just double morale, and and this is this is they have this have no real uh, basis or, or explanation uh, under the, this action yeah. because they are not honest. This is not about slavery. Yeah. Then you have to destroy. African history too. You have to destroy the Muslim history. I tell you, we, then we have to focus really, first of all, the Muslim slavery trade. Right. And, and really very much worse than the uh, transatlantic Atlantic slavery. Yeah. We are talking about, like, like you said, eunuchs. Yeah. We are talking about uh, sex slaves, concubines, in the palace in Istanbul. Slaves were there even the the start start of the 1900. Yeah, and I think. Um, and, and you know, and the, why we are not talking the white slaves who uh, have been sold uh, in the uh, barbary countries like Algeria in the yeah. bazaar. Yeah, I mean, I mean you have this one example of where they came up to Iceland to one of the islands by Iceland and they robbed 400 people of the of Iceland yes. and took them yes. straight down. And who were them? Yeah. Muslims. What do you yeah. call them? I mean, I mean, Norway was under Denmark, 
uh, for for well 400, 400 years. And in the, from the 16th to the 18th century, it was a part of the state budget to buy back slaves. There was a se separate post on the state budget. Right? Yes, and uh, you know, America, uh, United States, uh, in the beginning of the United States, from uh, in in the time of the Thomas Jefferson, they had to pay a lot of money to the uh, Muslims uh, caliphate hmm. that so they don't uh, attack their ships and right. enslave their men right. until they okay. they built the navy and and uh, attacked the Barbary uh, countries. All right, uh, we this this is really a vast topic, so we, we cannot possibly cover it all. Uh, but uh, and for people interested, read Sowell, or if you have any any sources you want to recommend, if, yes, if people uh, want to go. Want yeah, to for example, uh, I can recommend two things. Two years ago, we had a seminar in the literature house in Oslo. Yeah. The name of the seminar is Slavery and Islam. Yeah. Uh, more than two hours seminar with uh, Halvar Chön, the historical historian, historian Halvar Chön, Inger Lise Lien, and me. Uh, so this is the one of the best uh, seminar. I mean, everybody have to watch uh, which, if they are interested with to learn uh, about uh, Islamic Islam and slavery. Right. And the other thing is one book uh, from um, Niger Nigerian author um, Tidiana Ndiaye. His right. book about uh, uh, exposing the veil. I think book name. I don't remember right now, but uh, like uh, he taking the veil from the, this uh, this story, which we actually we don't know. Oh, this is the Africa, uh, the Arab slave trade. Right. One uh, African uh, historian writes this book. Right. Very important book. So and just to but little bit this, uh, just finish with uh, about that. Um, you know, I say uh, it's not only that. You know, I, I see every time like. After Trump became a president in, of the United States, they tried everything to just stop this man. Not just United States leftists and whole world. They come with some, some false propaganda. I mean, even me, me, hashtag me too, uh, this slavery or, or uh, other like uh, uh, World War Three. A conspiracy, you know, in Twitter they write uh, like when Trump deal dealed with uh, Korea and uh, uh, China, that suddenly all leftists writing, oh, it's coming World War Three. Yeah, like these things, like you know, I think everything's about him, and this is so crazy. Honesty is not there. So if Trump uh, doesn't win, then suddenly all of this is gone. Yeah, Trump? I believe that. Really. Okay, um, so if we get um, more to to Islam uh, proper, then I wanted to to um, I don't know where you want, want to start. Which is, if you talk about the core or uh, Islamic values and to what degree they are compatible or incompatible with Western values, I don't know where you want to start there. It is easy to answer, yeah. <laughs> but then uh, then they will say I'm an Islamophobe. Mm -hmm. Every modern values which we have in the West, Islam is the contra. Like, for example, freedom of speech. Is freedom of speech in Islam? No. There is a blasphemy laws in Islam. It's a death penalty. Even today, in 13 countries, I think now it, it is 12 
because Sudan is abolished, I think. In 12 countries today, you can get that penalty if you insult Prophet mm -hmm. or if you leave Islam. Because leaving Islam is uh, con connected with the blasphemy. Because you say something... Blasphemy is a, is a central... S central. Order. This yeah. means there is no freedom of thought and freedom of speech in Islam. And here you, ha you have in the West value, like individual freedom. In Islam, this is not. You, can ha you cannot have your freedom however you want. Mm. Uh, and I'm talking about the basic thing. Like, believe what you want, say what you want, have a sex partner with you, which uh, male or female or whatever you want. There is no toleration. It's not tolerant. Islam is intolerant and totalitarian and, and, uh, uh, and uh, violent. And ideology more than a religion. Mm -hmm. So we have no similarity uh, with the classical most modern values in the West. But if you will talk about today, how Western acting and how they are uh, actually not uh, like uh, acting like they don't have these values, values some I am, uh, I, I love uh, some admiring. So then we can, we can see uh, likenesses. Right, because that, that's, a, that's the whole thing about, um, I mean, when I think about this toppling of statues, uh, it seems to me that it's more about uh, uh, speech police than, and it, it's not, I mean, as we've been talking about, if it was against slavery, they wouldn't be toppling those statues, they would be going to other, other things. Yeah, uh, the most important uh, So it's, it's more about, uh, I mean, my idea is that it, we're talking about attacking symbols of Western values so that one by one, you are, as a Western person or who believes in the Western values, you are afraid to state those values, to believe in those values. I mean, you even have, uh, I printed this out, that has been talked about. This is from the, uh, uh, from the natural, uh, uh, what, is it, what is it called? Uh, the American history of uh, African-American, um, African-American history in, in uh, New York. Aspects and assumptions of whiteness where they are attack attacking white, uh, typical white things, such as individualism, having a family, uh, being objective and rational, uh, working hard to uh, get, attain your goal, and meeting up in time for appointments. Mm. And it seems to me if you, if, and uh, obviously there are other things, um, it seems to me that what they are attacking then are the very basis of what creates a uh, flourishing culture. And this is actually racism too, you know? Yeah. Actually, they do one kind of racism. Yeah, because uh, they're saying that only white people do that. Uh, this is completely absurd. Yes. No one else has the ability uh, to think objectively or to, to meet up in time. Yes, <laughs> and, and in the same time, they 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 advocating that we are all the same and we're, yeah. we are human beings and like yeah, yeah. this cultural relativism and everything they are talking about in the same time, you know. And they are, they are acting like they are defending the Western values, freedom. But they don't, don't do that. They do actually... They, they try to censor everything, yeah. what they don't like. When you see this with the riots in Portland, well, riots, the insurgency, insurgents in Portland, Portland attacking the very basis of a civil society, which is the, the court. 
Yes. You know, and, and law and order, basically. And they have, uh, unfortunately, they have the media behind them. And they have the, like, so-called elites of the Europe and the left side, you know, how they... And they, then they, they fund anarchist hmm. young people. And they, they, they actually uh, just cheating them hmm. with the false propagandas and putting them in the street. Hmm. I, I look at the pictures like this, you know. Uh, if you look at the, how uh, the freedom of speech b became today, like on social medias, even when president ca can't share uh, a video of what doctors say about COVID-19. Right, yeah. This happened just some days ago. I think uh, Trump's son shared a video of the, I think, 10 doctors talking about COVID-19. Uh, and this video has been uh, deleted by Twitter. And NRCO is writing that uh, Twitter deleted a, uh, a false news from son of Trump. Right. It's not false news. Re re listen to doctors, what they say. <laughs> So the, the the big picture here is that that speech is being silenced, so that uh, I think believe this is what is called the Overton window. What you are allowed to say, uh, the span is get, getting increasingly yes. smaller. Yes, and, and 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 then is there is a similarity with the Islamic intolerance right. and totalitarianism, totalitarian. You yeah. know, uh, we have non-platformings today. For example, uh, they don't want everyone to come and speak in some universities some uh, places and social media is just uh, banning people who are critical against Islam or critical against uh, climate change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you have that, that uh, old saying, if you, when you know, when you think about who you're not allowed to criticize, then you know who uh, ruled oh, you. Yes. Right. Yes, um, so uh, blasphemy is the, is the uh, big thing. And you told me when we... Uh, when we had some preparatory conversations, you told me about a French playwright. Yes. Can you tell that story before we get into what uh, what uh, the Quran and the Hadith say about representational images? Yes. Uh, you know, in the uh, political debates, when we mentioned that Islam is an intolerant uh, religion mm -hmm. uh, or idea, that we have to be, be careful when they are... Uh, in the power, or there are many, then we have to uh, increase uh, the freedom of, of, of everything. May, writing books, or making paints, or, or theater, or whatever. Uh, and they say, no, 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 this is just in the latest times, like after invasion of Iraq, and Afghanistan, and Al-Qaeda, and these things is just new. No, my friend. It is old history. Just if you look at 100 years ago, in 1889, Henri de Bonnier, a French, a French poet uh, and dramatist, make, made it a, play, a play, name is Mohammed. A play, theater play. And fr French have to ban it, this theater, because of after treats from Islamic Caliphate. Threats? Yes. And this is, in Turkey, we are very... Uh, and this, what year is this? What, uh, in 1889. 1889. Hundreds, more than 100 years ago. And this we have uh, proof for how happened it. All the uh, letters from the caliph and the ambassador, what they're saying to French government. They are even saying that 
if you do if you allow this then I, we cannot stop the Muslims in the Tunis and in Algeria uh, to make Fre French colonists. Yes, right. making jihad. Yeah. <laughs> you, right. you, you know, and even because that that was really a, a, an amazing. <clears throat> it really made an impression on me because it's not only about what happened with with uh, uh, you know the satanic verses. Yes, this and is not. because that was like a watershed moment. Yes, yes, but the, that was like a tiny, tiny <laughs> thing, you know, tiny thing. That then Western countries actually just uh, saw the, uh, what happening, what happens if you write something like that. Yeah. Before that, because like, now we are what we're talking about now is what happens existing. to culture in the narrow sense, creating theater, painting, yes. books, when uh, when we have an Islamic presence. Or, or uh, yeah, in the West. Yes, and uh, it's totally right. And and this t play, theater play, is banned in yeah. French. But when you look in 2000, I think 11 or 14, in French, uh, some people uh, one uh, would read this play. Oh, just, just not play it, but just read it out Read loud. it in yeah. one seminar. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't remember the city name, but... Then all the Muslim people protested and treated uh, uh, the seminar, and so police have to. They threatened to. Yeah, threatened, and, and yeah. police have to come and uh, like they have to uh, stop it. Right. It's happened hundred years later. But then, but then, when you go to, to history, I mean, people will say, "Then, well, what about the, the, the?" I mean, this is what I learned: the Islamic Golden Age, and uh, when Nor when when Norway <laughs> Norway wasn't even didn't even exist at the time, uh, when uh, Europe went into the Middle Ages and and uh, did their best to you know silence greek thinking greek philosophy and these things muslims took care of it and then because of them we could get it back to Europe. it's a hoax you know you know it, it hoax hoax yeah, yeah. i mean what the, yes <laughs> the the golden age of islam is hoax yeah really so and it, it is invented by orientalists in the west because of you know uh, even actually i love voltaire yeah. I, I love him. He's the best guy for me. But even he glorifies sometimes Islam because of he fighting against Christianity. He have to find something like uh, exotics, like 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 look at Muhammadan. Uh, they are even better. Yeah. Like this, you know. Uh, you they can, understood the same thing as I do. That uh, yeah, yeah, Christianity can, is not good. Yeah, you can yeah. find like yeah. they using other religions against yeah. uh, Islam, yeah. and later Orientalists found this. We the Muslim countries never we never knew it that it was like some hundred years ago we never knew it that it was a gold uh, golden age. Okay, who are them? They say Islamic actually if they say Islamic golden age means that Islamic conquest con conquests. Yeah. Okay, then it's right because they did conquest to to Spain. And the Balkan and everywhere and in 1400s and they kill it a lot of and forced conversation and slaving everything. So yes, golden age. Until until West get the gun power. Mm. But other way, these people they are talking about like like Avicenna, Averroes, uh, El Farabi, like uh, Ibn Rushd or or uh, El Kindi. These people, of course, in Muslim, excuse me, but Muslim, Muslims are people. They are not stupid. They are people. In all history, of course, we had people 
when we when Islam uh, expanded to Anatolia, they met with the Greek uh, Greek philosophy. When they come to come to the uh, Hassanian, like Persian, Persian culture and philosophy, mm-hmm. India, Egypt, and of course they uh, some people, some philosophers in uh, uh, in the Muslim countries uh, write some books, right? But what happened to them? For example, uh, uh, Averro, the book of Averroes burned in Cordoba, in this time, in his time. And this is what uh, century? Ten, uh, uh, I think tenth century or uh, maybe eleventh. I don't. I'm not good with the tall. With numbers. Yeah. With numbers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and like Avicenna. Scientist, philosopher. He had been called heretic by Ibn Ghazali. Ghazali is the one of the biggest philosophers of Islam, which Muslims are respecting today. And he say he is uh, a heretic, but not he only. Avicenna writing uh, self that people calling him heretic. Right. Like uh, El Kindi had been executed by caliphate because of heresy. And blasphemy. So, so in our lives, we can say almost all of them were not <laughs> a believing Muslim. Why we, we call this Islamic Golden Age? What to do with? When was the uh, Christian Golden Age actually? Yeah, and th- that's an interesting thing. That uh, on YouTube you have a series of lectures by Donald Kagan, uh, Introduction to Greek History, and he opens that up with saying that a th- special thing about Western culture is that you have the Greek influence, which ha- which has allowed, I mean, of course, there were fights and injustice, people were killed, so, so there are similarities here. Uh, but the, but uh, dissenters could voice their opinion. That's why we had ha- have had several schismas in the, in the uh, Christian church. And that is because of the Greek way of thinking. And, uh, you know, Joseph Campbell, the, the, the mythologist, uh, mythologer, um, uh, professor of mythology, American, talks about the, the general difference between the Western and the Eastern mind. And the example for the Western mind, is he, he brings forth uh, Prometheus, you know, the Titan who gave fire to, to man, and he was punished for it by Zeus, mm. who tied him to that rock, and the, the eagle comes and eats, it, eats his liver, and it goes out again, and it comes and eats again, and then it goes for ter- eternity. But I think it's Hermes, because this is the messenger of the gods comes and say to him that if you apologize to Zeus, he will let you free. And Prometheus says, I care nothing for Zeus, let him do what he wants. And then in the Eastern uh, way of thinking, and it's a too long story to, to recount, but the point is you are a little, little piece of sand in the whole desert and what you doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's completely uh, irrelevant if you are doing this or that. So, I mean, this seems to be the two major, uh, major opposition here. And I think uh, this is why this toppling of statues today, which is an exact replay of what happened in Utrecht in the 1500s or with, with uh, Athena Allot, I mean, two times. <laughs> this yeah. is very democratic. Uh, and in the, with, the, with the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is why it's so, uh, so uh, uh, interesting because I think the core Western idea 
manifested is the representation of the human figure. And you know those uh, those um, like Rembrandt has done. I mean, there are thousands of painters who who had done done that. The, rep the when Jesus is shown to the to the crowd and and uh, Pilatus says, "Do you want him or Barabbas, the, the mass murderer or the, the murderer?" And they want Barabbas, of course, because they don't want to have, hear different ideas. Uh, but that scene for a painter to choose that scene where where uh, Pilatus stands there and says, "Ecce homo." Look at this human being. Watch this man, this individual. That is the sort of the core thing, the core um, visualization of what the Western value is: individualism and the ability to have differing opinions, or th that you are allowed to have different different opinions, right? And I think that is why when I started really researching what they were doing there, you really really quickly see that it's not about being against slavery, as we talked about. Yeah. But it's about, I believe, attacking clear examples of Western culture. Yeah. Saying that it's because of slavery, but it really is because it is ecce homo. Here, see this human being, see this individual. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And, 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 and some kind of self-hatred too. Like uh, masochistic Is that the original sin? aspect or what's it's probably i think maybe because yeah. of you know it, it is very difficult to answer uh, because it is shocking me how yeah. uh, western societies uh, change it in the last years i believe you know because of um, the left wings are afraid that left is dying right. left is dying the thinking of because left. we know what communists did and they cost 100 yes. million people's yes. lives and uh. when the right wings get power and much more and more power in the west they are now afraid and they are now playing the last car cards you know racism yeah, this racism right. and anarchy yeah. anarchy i say it to my friends many times you know uh, if they lose power one day they will be the terrorist even they can do even the terror you know yeah. this is because they have the, the, the uh, totalitarianism inside them yeah. like like and not all of them okay i'm not saying all of the leftists i'm just think, uh, talking about the core uh, yeah because, i mean there are there are surprising surprisingly <laughs> actually there are people on the left who suddenly stand really firm when it comes to defending free speech and not and, and you know, uh, arguing against ca cancel culture. I get that, and I presume also in the in the Islamic yeah, world. <laughs> I got that uh, by Antifa. Can you believe that? I'm black. Yeah. Maybe not black enough. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that doesn't go when you when you leave the political correct narrative. No? Yeah, uh, and so I mean that um, uh, they became more on, more and more uh, really intolerant and taking our like Western modern values back. Mm. They want to censor, they want to stop your freedom. Because for them, what is right for them have to be right for everyone. Yeah. They don't tolerate, you know, this is the problem with the left in the modern time. Maybe back, of course, in back too. But about Islam, uh, you know, image, image uh, about uh, image making in, in Islam. Let me first uh, ask you, of course. Two questions from the audience, and yes. we'll, we'll get to, to uh, representational images. Uh, 
Um, so we have um, two questions here. Uh, one is from uh, our top patron Adara Riem. Uh, where does he? Uh, where do you get your courage to speak against Mecca? <laughs> yeah, uh, it is you know like a solidarity for me, because of you know, I know the consequences uh, when I'm talking about uh, against Islam. When because I, I mean, you were hmm? on on the side that you're criticizing now, no, not just the Muslim, but you're saying you were in an equivalent of the Muslim Brotherhood. Yes, yeah. uh, but but you know uh, the question is wh- where I get this courage mm. to speak against mm. them. Yeah, uh, be, th- this is you know I could live my life uh, very freely in Norway, drink my beer and live my atheist life, don't care anything around me or around the world. But I felt that it's my responsibility and solidarity to my human beings mm. because I saw the truth and I see that. Now I'm in one free country, Norway. Here, I, if I don't um, do anything against this ideology, which is making people's life uh, like a hell mm. in the Muslim countries, and I don't want to see my mother's life in Norway one day. No, no woman will have my mother's life in Norway. And I, didn't, I, don't, I will not let this happen. Mm. So and I love Norway. I love culture. I love nature. I love everything with Norway because I, I mean, this is the better culture and the other culture, this better system and the other system, like this thinking I have. So this is the best, right now, right for now. You are so, aware of your values and yes. And so I want to. Uh, I I would uh, be one of the Norwegian. So uh, na- and and I don't want to change Norway to be a country like the Middle East. And I don't want, uh, I want Middle East countries will be like Norway one day. So I t- start to think after uh, by, uh, some years, I, I followed the Norwegian debate after I come to Norway. And I start to see the things uh, which I saw in my uh, born country, yeah. you know, in Turkey. And I saw the little girl with hijab is Norway allowing in the schools. And they are collaborating with the imams and the Islamists, politicians and media. And they are getting, Islam is getting more and more power in Norway. And then I think, and I see this who white people criticize uh, this regressivity, uh, they are calling as racist. They call them racist. If you are talk critical about Islam, if you are talking critical about uh, uh, migration, uncontrolled migration and etc. So I said, no, 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 wait. If they are racist, I'm racist too, because I'm angry with them. Now I have to say something. Right. I will give my contribution and I, I, get, I take the risk, because I want to believe that Norway is really a, a safe country for, uh, to express uh, own mind. Right. I want to believe that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I hope you're right. Second question is uh, from another patron of ours. Uh, what is your comment on uh, the BLM involvement in this, uh, the toppling of the statues? This is uh, ideological and they, they waited uh, opportunity to do like this thing in many years, I believe, mm. because they are a very aggressive group and uh, almost uh, they are anarchists. 
but they are what? Anarchist, yeah. uh, but uh, even and violent. This is in their story. Uh, why we cannot talk? Why we cannot? Why they cannot engage in the debate and talk with others instead of calling them just racist and attacking them? Yeah. This is uh, not the Western culture. This is Middle Eastern culture. We are not tolerating other op opinions. We have I mean, to use that, violence. That's the absurdity of the whole thing, where you have this black police officer in Portland. Yes. Who uh, a, a black girl approaches him and says, why will you, the police, not talk to us? And he, he says, then I told her, because every time I talk to you, I'd like to talk to you, but every time I do that, some white p person comes and says, don't talk to that man. And as he had said that, a white Antifa member came and said, don't talk to don't talk to that man. Yes. And of course, they are they are rampant with racial slurs against black police officers. So it, it's obviously not the racism thing, which is which is the important thing. Yes, because I, and they don't want to show the, how many black people supporting, uh, for example, Trump yeah. in the United States. Yeah. We have many YouTubers. We have many people on TV. But what they will call them racist? Yeah. Okay. So let's get to uh, uh, towards the end here. Um, what does the Quran say about representational images? And there's also the hadiths, which are the saying sayings of the of uh, Muhammad, right? Mm. Uh, can you outline sort of the you know, do's uh, and don'ts of yeah, Islamic I, I, culture? First of all, iconoclasm is Islamic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Islam have this in the in the begin from the beginning. In what way? In like uh, they want to destroy every sculptures. Muhammad, uh, when Muhammad, uh, Muhammad uh, take the Mecca back in uh, 600 and I believe 620 maybe I don't know I think yeah. so uh, then he 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 said uh, abol uh, demolish the all uh, images in the Kaaba but back to the the at the, you know, when I'm talking about uh, about image making in Islam, then I'm talking from the Sunni view of Islam. First, we have to say that because mm -hmm. we have some other views and other schools in Islam, and they are they can say different thing. But the majority of ninety percent of the Muslim majority is Sunni. So I'm talking about from the Sunni view. In Islam, you will burn in the hell in eternity, Yanova, because you painting. Figures, living beings, figures right. of living beings. Allah will ask you when you die, when you you stand up in front of Him. Allah will say, "Okay, here are here is your images you painted or you made it. Breathe into them a soul. Right. If you until you breathe into them soul, you will burn in the in hell." This is the Islamic explanation of what will happen to the image makers. So the painters are especially singled out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, and in the hadiths, for example, now we are lucky because we don't have any angel or demon or hoogie boogie uh, genius here. Because of uh, if you have a picture in your house, no angel will enter in it. Right. In, into it, Muhammad says. So this is the reason, for example, I remember when I was a child, uh, my mother, um, when she will pray, she covered even covered even picture of mine. Photo. Photo. Photograph. Photograph. Because of. Uh, because that's a representation. Yes, representation. Right. Uh, 
picture making is forbidden Islam. Right. It's so, uh, so easy as that. But th there's another point to this thing about idolatry, right? Yes, uh, they are saying that, but uh, it's not like clearly, Islam clearly not doesn't say like Judaism or maybe Christianity that don't make things uh, like idols which you will bow down or some yeah. things. This Islam don't make differentiate. 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 Yeah. differentiate. Yeah, this don't make. And this is the reason, for example, people asking, if you go to um, uh, one of the biggest Islamic uh, city, uh, name is Islam Question and Answer from Saudi Arabia, and the biggest scholars are answering you. Mm -hmm. If you write their uh, images in Islam, there you will see many ask questions. Like one asked, can I draw man from behind? Mm. They said, actually, yes, you can. As long as face, yeah. you don't uh, draw the face okay. of any uh, living being. Of any living being? I mean, animals as well? Animals too, including, yes. Okay, because... Because this God have created. And, uh, so you're competing with God? Competing with God. You cannot make some... Made or, or you're sort of making yourself into a God then? Yes, like the you point? cannot uh, create an image or anything if you cannot breathe a soul into it. Right. So is it that, and this is coming from Quran too, actually. In Quran, we have verse that telling that Allah have perm give, gave permission only to Jesus one time that he made a bird figure by clay, ah. of clay. And then Allah gave permission to Isa, not Jesus, maybe, but Jesus the same. Yeah. Jesus, that he can breathe soul into this bird. And then birth became alive. That's, so yeah. this is the example of uh, why uh, God will punish all the image makers. Because he did something that was not allowed. Yes. You specifically allowed. Yeah, also, also God have a name, like the, the yeah. only makers. Yeah. So you, 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 you should not be a maker besides God. Right. But this is, this is so strange because that also shows a quite clear difference with the Western idea and uh, you know with the Renaissance obviously Greek influence comes in so you can argue I mean I know there are central figures in, in the in the right uh, conservative uh, youtubers talking about you cannot get the real culture without uh, the core Judeo-Christian values I'm not too sure about that because what made the Renaissance great was the influence from the Greek way of thinking, right? Yeah. And you have Vasari who's writing about the, the famous sculptors, painters and architects of the Renaissance, Michelangelo and others. And boy, this is really a one of those funny discussions, sort of, you know, it's good for mental training, where you are discussing which is better, painting or sculpture? Well, sculpture is like the human figure, so it, it's richer, it's better. No, but in painting, you can paint a person fr uh, from the front, but you can also paint a reflection of him in the mirror and the, the environment he is living in. So that is much more better. That is yeah. much better, much, much more advanced, much more information included. And one of the sort of the arguments then is that, that uh, uh, sculpture supposedly was better because God took clay and modeled yeah. a sculpture, right? Yeah. Adam. Yes. So that's a completely, <laughs> this is the completely different take on it. It's precisely because God did that. If you can approach God, then that is, you know, that's the higher. That, that was the, the argument the for sculpture. Absolutely op opposite yeah. in Islam. So, so, um, but are there any images of human figures like in mosques or in in? No, no, no. no. 
You know, only the Shia movement, like Shia schools in Islam, they are minority. Uh, and they have like the pictures of their Imam mm. Ali, mm. the cousin of Muhammad and the companion of Muhammad. And uh, I never saw any picture in any mosque. Mm. We don't have it. Mm. We don't have any, like, what's the famous Islamic painting, actually? Have we? I don't know. We don't have anything. We are talking about Michelangelo, Mona Lisa, uh, the Norwegian like uh, scream. Yeah. Uh, where is the Islamic? Okay, this I want from Golden Age. I want. They are saying the pizza. What is the name? Pizza Griffin. Pizza Griffin. Uh, which is a fairly, fairly stylized uh, uh, animal figure. Yes, and they don't know where this comes from. Yeah. Just only because of writing Arabic on a um, on a on a sculpture, yeah. it doesn't make it. Uh, the Arabic. Islamic yeah. scripture, yeah. Yeah. and if you look, this is the like mythological uh, uh, animal with a uh, uh, lion, uh, lion, and um, it has wings, wings, and uh, I guess it's a, a, a like, a like eagle, eagle. Or yeah, it has a beacon uh, at this, yeah, yeah, and um, mm. yes, maybe Muslims did something like that, but we don't know, right. Yeah. But they, I mean, th th that's the thing too, you know. Uh, you know that, that the brother of, uh, and he himself, a very famous painter, went or was sent to depict the Grand Turk. He went to Turkey uh, to paint an image of him. And uh, he was, uh, uh, and the Grand Turk then was very impressed by this because it was, you know, and asked, could you also paint yourself? And it, he did it and said, wow, that was uh, impressive. But he clearly said that this cannot, cannot be, you know, like a fashion. Mm. So he could see the quality in it, but he could also see the ideological problem. Yeah, how, it. Uh, yeah. how reaction can be uh, if he allow. Like these problems we had in uh, all the centuries in Islam. Yeah. You know, uh, all the time come some moderate caliphs too, mm. which allowed... Uh, even the uh, philosophers to question the free will, mm. you know, in this 11th century, 10th century, for example. But after this caliph, come another caliph and executed all these philosophers, for yeah. example. And like, for example, press machine. You know, uh, when a, a press machine founded in Germany... Um, with Gutenberg, yeah. Um, yeah. With Gutenberg, and three years after come this machine to... Uh, to the Ottoman Empire. Three years? 300 years. 300 years, okay. Can you believe that? 300 years, all the Islamic Caliphate, I'm talking about from the North Africa to the, the wall of China, the Muslim Caliphate didn't accept the press machine. Why? Because then uh, maybe they have some theories. I believe because of this Western inv invasion. It's a Western invasion and it is like satanic. And it is also can be used to uh, corrupt uh, Quran. Mm. They can write it wrong. <laughs> so in some, many reasons, some apologists say that because of the uh, caliph want to take care of the, uh, the job of the handwriters. Yeah. This is just nothing. But, but uh, th th this made it actually very bad um, uh, consequences, these, these things, this, this uh, ban. Uh, I think uh, made it uh, bad con con um, things, L like, like think 300 years, 
you cannot press books, you know. Mm. When it came in, like uh, in this time, we had two or three percent of the population in the Islamic uh, Caliphate, uh, they could only read and write. Two, three press percent. In the same time in England, it was 60 percent people c can read, read and write. Yeah. You and see then they the can get uh, different information and make up. Yeah, the, the and, and later that, you know, how Orientalists are talking yeah. about the Golden Age and, uh, and the philosophers and books all around, like libraries and everything. Mm. This is, you know, it's, it's have no real basis. So one of the, the, the last things I wanted to, to touch upon uh, before we'll try to get a little fanfare at the end here is uh, I mentioned a very strange uh, similarity between these modern Western values that you have described and uh, uh, those that you're describing in Islam. And, you know, it's Europe has had since at least for 250 years now, an increasing picture ban, increasing ban on representational images. So uh, with the, the modern concept of, of fine art. And um, I think it's... Um, uh, this has also been defended philosophically, especially with the, with the philosopher Hegel, his idea of, of the spirit of the time and the idea that history has a direction. It has a will. And he is more or less equating that completely with the will of God and steering, steering history. You know, because how could God give a person a horse when he needs it, but he couldn't steer history, right? Mm. And uh, I think that is also really a, a fundamental philosophical similarity uh, because what he's doing is saying that we want progress and the people who do not do that, who regress somehow, those belong to the devil. And that is when you get in the, in the 20th century especially uh, the concept of kitsch as a name for those who try to paint in any way sentimental or dramatic images or sad images or you know whatever is you know appears living right and uh, uh, there's one uh, writer especially called Hermann Brock who talks about that if you do not contribute to development then you belong to Satan quite literally using saying I know I'm using religious uh, rhetoric here and it is not a metaphor. Mm. And that just struck me as, it's not just about that, well, here you have someone toppling a statue, here you have some, someone crushing the Athena a lot, but it is, is a fundamental philosophical similarity as well. Mm. And, and, um, and also down to very clear details. Like I read about how uh, if you have, you, I mean, there are representational images in uh, in uh, the Islamic world, right? So we're not saying that yeah. there's none of that, right? No. Um, but if you are uh, representing a holy person, then I read about that a black line is drawn across the neck to separate the soul from the body and saying this is not something that can live in real life. Right. This is not, and that was a term that really stru struck, uh, stuck with me, uh, this ban Islamic ban on sentient beings, mm. beings that have the ability to feel, look as though they are feeling, that they can understand you, and that they are living human figures. 
and um, you know it's uh, it it comes came comes down to really really fascinating similarities. Like when there are figures like on pottery or or metalworks or so, they are very very small, and no one is bigger than the others. So it's like a totally democratic. There's no, I mean, it's like if you have in an image everything is equally valid, then everything becomes invalid, right? Yeah. So you can say, oh, it's a figure too, but it's, it has nothing to do with Baroque drama and intense storytelling, yeah. right? And uh, so, so the, the, the thing that really struck me is that when you have abstract patterns, also this is another aspect, in the Islamic world with the carpets and with the, with the uh, interior Graphics, of, the, yeah. of the mosques, yeah, that is what you get with modernism, in the West, an increasing ban on representational images, and if they are, they appear flat and dead. Yes, dead object, like right. really strange similarity. Yeah, yeah. but strange. but um, what do you what do you think that will happen in the future? I mean, would you would a person who paints figuratively, uh, sculpts figuratively? Uh, and who writes, for example, the Rhinoceros by UNESCO, which is a clear anti-collectivist play. Everybody are turning into a rhinoceros, but one person is not doing it. Mm. Would those kind of things then be, be existent at all? It looks like it will not exist. It's because it, it, it looks like that um, more and more uh, they became arrogant and not tolerating, you know, it will not insult. Like, like, when you do something, when you paint, or when you write, when you say something, you have to think twice all the time. You have to not uh, hurt feelings of... And, and that's the Western parallel to blasphemy, the blasphemy yes, law. Yes, right? actually blasphemy law is coming back. You yeah. know, this happening in the West. Mm. I, I see that, it looks like that. Because... Uh, uh, and 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 uh, like not only just Muslim people, I mean it is also like black people, and everything. So you have to think. You have to. Nobody has to get like you say. They are sporting that objects. You know, this have to be the new art. This have to be the new way to write books or paint or or make a movie. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, like like when when in, even in the West. When they cannot, they, they can, they have no courage to publish a caricature of Prophet Muhammad. How we can expect that they will really allow uh, free them uh, in painting, or or or, or poesy, poetry, or, or whatever? I, I believe more and more sanctions and more and more um, censor is on the way, mm -hmm. and it's already happening. Yeah. So. Uh, so give us a little bit of hope here. I want, yes. The famous last so, words. So we are here. You know, mm -hmm. this we have to do. Yeah. You know, people have, in in last 400 years in the West, people with courage and, and philosophy, and they stand up, their books burn it, they have hide themselves, they write books anonymously. In just through 300 years ago, Spinoza did that, Voltaire did that, anonymously they write books. Uh, but they fight it. And they stand up for the freedom. And this we are doing right now too. We are contributing to that. We have to stand up together and, and stand against the totalitarian, totalitarian, intolerant ideologies. And this is not just Islam, 
but also I see the left. Right. So whether it's religious, from whatever religion we're talking about, or if it's a religious atheism. These two. <laughs> That's it. Jamal Knudsen Nugel, it's been a pleasure to have you at the Cave of Apelles. Thank you for coming. It was for me too. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thank you for watching. Remember, you can support our show at uh, patreon.com slash caveofapelles. I'll see you next month.